I'm Robin Amlo of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me, Julia McColl, Commercial Director of Chetwood Financial. Julia, for those who may not be familiar with it, what does Chetwood Financial actually do? So Chetwood Financial is kind of a, a UK bank. We don't talk about ourselves as a challenger bank necessarily. And we're conscious that probably a lot of people won't have heard of us. And the reason for that is our business model is a little different, actually, to a lot of the kind of typical challenger banks out there. So our purpose is very much focused on helping make customers better off, but it's through a multi-brand, multi-product strategy. So we have two lending products out in the market and a savings product. Um, so Live Lend, Better Borrow and Smart Save. And all those three products are focused on helping make customers better off and, and, and are designed specifically around distinct target markets that we look to serve through, as I say, that multi-brand approach. So we have a full banking license. We are a UK bank, but a slightly different business model, I guess, to a lot of the kind of typical challenger banks out there. Okay, our topic for today, financial inclusion in banking and the need for personalised services to ensure the success of neobanks. Well, I would have thought the latter is obvious because if you're going into business as a neobank, as a challenger bank, you've got to offer something extra. Otherwise, why would people bother? Absolutely. And I think we've been very focused from the outset on looking at those segments that are underserved by the market. So because of our business model and because of our approach, you know, we're not looking to, to necessarily kind of copy, if you like, the big high street banks model. We're taking a very different approach. And so we're starting by looking at the market for those segments that actually have difficulty getting access to products today. You know, the, the, the groups of customers, as you talk to, who, who are struggling from a financial inclusion perspective often. And we're actually developing products and services around those groups not solely, that's not solely why we set ourselves up in that way, but it is kind of one of our driving principles to, to look for where we can do a better job for customers that aren't necessarily getting access to products today in the market. You're talking about financial inclusion, of course, but addressing financial inclusion as an issue, there are people who don't understand, don't know, so you have to do a job of education. That's one segment. There is another segment who are unbanked or underbanked because yeah. they don't have the ability to be banked. Yeah, absolutely. It's not something that we do in terms of looking at current accounts, but clearly the, the rise of fintechs in this space over the last few years has really started to close the gap in terms of offering different services. So, you know, prepaid cards is an example. A lot of what customers can get from some of that functionality is pretty close actually to what they would expect from a typical current account. It doesn't need to operate in the same way from, from the bank's perspective or the fintech's perspective, but it actually gives customers access to a lot of the things that they were missing in terms of managing their money and, you know, being able to actually sort of get access to, you know, even sort of some of the digital tools that are out there. We definitely see the market moving in a direction that's positive, but I think we all know that there's still plenty to be done and plenty of customers who, who still, as you say, are unbanked and unable to be banked. So how do we close the gap? What do you want to do to close that gap? It's tricky, isn't it? I think I've, I've been really um, interested to see HSBC's recent campaign, particularly focused around the homeless part of financial inclusivity, which clearly is, as you said, one of the many segments that you can look at. I think steps like that are important because actually, for me, there is a role there for those high street banks. You know, they have the reach, they have the presence, they have the budget often to be able to actually go after and, and support some of these segments. It's one of those areas where I think everybody needs to do what they can do in their own way. But I think the, the big banks 
in collaboration with the fintechs actually have a lot of opportunity to start to be able to shift the market through offering new products. So fintechs clearly can play in that space a lot easier necessarily than the than the bigger organizations. But then there are some really effective partnerships out there too that are working well. One of the problems that I would see in doing this is that it's expensive. It costs yeah, money to offer these services and it's not economic, to be brutal, it's not economic yeah. for yeah. major financial institutions to do that. So is this a sector which is going to be mainly driven by fintechs? I think it's interesting, isn't it? I was thinking about this morning. The the challenge of the fintech is, you you know, we all want to move to to being profitable, right? There's there's kind of a real urgency and a real drive around that kind of startup organisation to be profitable. You know, the cost base is a lot smaller, and so there isn't such a, a high bar as there as there would be for for bigger organisations. But there's a focus on fintechs too to make sure, and, and certainly, you know, certainly something that that we've been working towards clearly as a kind of newly licensed bank as well. And so I think that's why for me, it needs to be both the bigger organisations, the high street banks, you know, the legacy institutions who frankly do have the budget and do have that reach and that presence to be able to shift it. And then the fintechs, you know, like ourselves, who can come along and actually take a different approach because our cost base is much smaller and start to develop products that address the needs of the customers. And I think if you do both, then you start to get a little bit closer because you're right. The fintechs can't carry it on their own because of the cost issue. And so we need to kind of we need to attack it from both sides, I guess, the product innovation side and then the putting some budget around it and actually being able to kind of influence from a UK perspective, a much broader and bigger chunk of customers. Well, there are two issues and you touched on both of them. And the first one is profitability. Nobody's in yeah. business not to make a profit. There has to be a yeah. route to profitability for you, for people like you at some point, if Definitely. you're not profitable yet. You know, I've heard fintechs talk to me about their reach, about their products, about how wonderful yeah. they are. And I said, yes, and when are you going to make a profit? And <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then, then there's the big pause. So that's, <laughs> that's the first point. The second point is... You're talking about social purpose as much as anything else. You know, one of the things we did when we set up chat was to be really clear about our purpose. And our purpose is about making customers better off. You're right. We absolutely are focused on making a profit too. And so, you know, our business model is very much about actually picking segments where we see an opportunity to do a better job and where we believe there is commercial opportunity to do so. Balancing both of those things so that we are, you know, essentially to your point, we have a clear path to profitability. You know, it isn't about kind of putting a brand out there and building a customer base around a brand and then looking to do things like cross-sell or upsell. Or, you know, we wanted to, to build a business model that meant we didn't need to go down those routes and make those what we see as kind of poor conduct decisions in order to kind of turn a profit. So we wanted to be really clear about that. It's one of the reasons we don't do 3% loans because if you can get a 3% loan out there you absolutely have the choice of the market and nobody makes money on a 3% loan so we said actually let's focus on those customers who in the main get left out by the high street banks because their risk often does warrant a rate higher than the 29.9 that most of the banks want to reach to but they also don't warrant the payday loans over on the far right hand side that are saying 1000% plus and so at the time that we set up LiveLend um, and the business formed five years ago, 
you know, the market was slightly different in terms of some of the big names like Wonga and others. But we were really clear that we wanted to help that group of customers that sat in the middle. And that purpose runs through, it runs through all of our decisions around which segments to play in, to build products around, and our route to market. It isn't just social purpose. We are a business and we are probably out of the fintechs more focused on business model and ensuring that there is that route to profitability. And actually, you know, if you look at our kind of, you know, our revenue, our cost base, you know, we're in a really strong position to do that in the in the kind of near term, which we're we're really kind of proud about because we're actually continuing to build new products at the same time and invest in the business. For us, it's it's not just social purpose, but I think what we're starting to see in the market as a whole, I guess, is that there are a lot of new businesses popping up that have that clearer customer purpose. They're more you know, they're more focused on a, on a specific goal that is good for customers as opposed to just making profit. And I think that's a really positive thing. I think, you know, it gives customers choice, whether it's in the educational space around trying to help them build a better credit score, you know, helping them understand their, their profile better, or whether it's in the kind of access to financial products, you know, from a credit perspective or from a banking account perspective. But I think ultimately more choice is always good and more businesses with customer-led purposes is, is also a positive. What you're talking about is a significant change in, you use the phrase business model yourself to talk about what Chetwood's mm. doing. It is a change in the business model. I often talk about it as kind of proper marketing. Like I think if you if you go back to the basic principles, it's about finding a segment and building a product and, and end-to-end experience around that customer segment's needs. And we all know that that's what you're supposed to be doing. But if you have a consumer base of 10 million people and you're trying to build something which is, you know, relatively expensive from a kind of system and technology perspective, obviously you're drawn into trying to then sell whatever it is that you're building to the majority of those customers to cover that cost base, to make it financially viable. And it's a kind of a natural a natural hole that I guess a lot of big companies fall into. And you're right, there's something, there's a real shift, I guess, around businesses that are starting to be much more targeted in what they're doing you know there's uh, so many fintechs out there to, to mention but I really like the stuff that Nude are doing around mortgages and actually very specifically targeting a group of people to to try and help them save towards a, a mortgage deposit we all know that that's more challenging than ever I love the kind of the purpose and the focus around their proposition and there are so many other places out there that are doing essentially the same and that is a real shift to what we've seen you know it's certainly kind of 10, 15 years ago. And it's got to be good from a consumer perspective to really be able to offer that targeted and very well thought out and and specific offering for a group of customers. Julia McColl, Commercial Director of Checkwood Financial. Thank you very much.